Hello and welcome to Inside Creativity, a podcast to guide you through the beautiful yet challenging process of making the creative projects you dream of. We'll go behind the scenes to explore building creative lives that are good on the inside and creating in a way that is effective, sustainable and joyful. I'm your host, Elin Love, a creative coach and writer. I live in Sweden, drink lots of tea and I am so glad to dive deep into creativity with you. Hello there you creative, how are you? I am here in my armchair and it is such a warm and sunny day today and it really, really feels like summer. Um, It's, yeah, it has gone quite quickly here this season, um, here in Sweden, and suddenly we're having days that very much feels like summer and it feels very much like we're on the brink of summer. And today I want to talk about something that to me feels a bit like summer. And I'm going to get get, get back to why. It doesn't have anything to do with wildfires. <laughs> um, but it has to do with burning things down. So I think that there is a cycle for many creatives uh, that starts with building things up and ends with burning things down. And I think this is a cycle that we can see in many creatives, many creatives' lives. And I think that it is a cycle that sometimes we're, we feel a bit ashamed of and resist. Uh, but I also think that it can be actually a really good cycle. And a cycle that can bring us creative growth and that can help us develop in the ways that we want to develop as creatives and actually create space for that. So, yes, that's the topic of today. So let's start from the beginning. Let's start with the start of the cycle. So we creatives, we have ideas. We have ideas for new projects. We have ideas for things we want to learn, things we want to pursue. We have creative dreams. We have, we have urges, creative urges of different sorts. So we start pursuing these ideas to some degree in some form Um, and maybe this is quick maybe this is slow it doesn't really matter somehow we start pursuing our ideas and we start building a creative life we start building a creative yeah a creative something whether it's a online business or if it's some kind of creative brand or your own style or just how you do things in your own creativity what projects you work on and you start building and over time we creatives have a tendency to like add things maybe we start by painting and then we realize that we actually really enjoy maybe um, illustration but also we enjoy maybe doing uh, things that moves, making little gifs, for example, um, little illustrations that moves. And maybe we also find a new technique that we get really curious about and we try out that. And then we start posting on Instagram. So we sort of learn photography as well. Um, and yeah, this this can sort of build and build and build and... So we keep building our creative lives, we keep building our projects, we keep making them more complex, we make them more detailed, we really hone in on what it is we want to do. And and this is really beautiful, the process of 
building a creative life, building a creative practice. For to me, that is creativity in in and of itself. That is a creative process. That is it is a it's a creative act to build a creative life. But then at some point, we start feeling a little bit maybe trapped or locked in or overwhelmed by all of this that we have built that we have we have layered it we have made it very specific to to maybe what we want to do and in this quite built up system we can find ourselves as creatives feeling a little bit trapped a little bit like there isn't enough wiggle room and also we don't have time to pursue new projects because we have added so many projects to our plate, so many different ideas, so many different things we want to work on. And at some point, the urge comes to burn it all down. The urge comes to start over, start fresh. And uh, we sort of get into this mindset of, oh my God, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like... I have built something where I can't really breathe as a creative. And that's when we want to burn it all down. And I think that this is something we feel ashamed of if it happens. We feel like we are definitely not supposed to burn everything down. Um, And of course, here comes a lot of different aspects of what would it mean if you were to burn it down. If you, for example, have a creative business and you rely on the income for, from that business, then burning it all down wouldn't make sense from a business standpoint and would be bad for your personal finances. But I think that the urge still arrives for many creatives. So what, what do we do with it? Why, how do we handle it? What, what do we do with this urge? So I think... If you if you if you recognize yourself on this, um, I think maybe that that there might be two types of creatives: the creatives that layer on and and have so many different passions that they just keep adding and adding and adding. And I think that this is quite a lot of us. And maybe there is also a different type of creative who more goes deeper into one thing and and keeps streamlining and going deeper and deeper and deeper into this this one thing that they really enjoy. And maybe they don't have the burning and everything down urge. I'm not sure. Let me know if that is you. If you are not, if you don't get the burning everything down urge, um, or rather, if you don't get the urge to keep adding things to your creative life um let me know send me a dm on instagram if you feel like you're a different kind of creative who works a little bit differently because i would love to hear that as well anyhow um what i think is that we have so many passions we have so many interests we have so many ideas as creatives and uh this is the of course the, the problem that all creatives eventually find themselves in that we run out of time we we can't pursue all of our ideas we can't pursue everything that is interesting to us because there simply isn't enough hours in a day there isn't enough hours in a week and combining it with other things as well yeah we don't have the time and even if we only only created Seriously, I think we would still run out of time <laughs> because we could always 
come up with new things to fill the time with. And um, I'm just thinking of like how many books there is to read. There will always be more books to read. And as a writer, there will always be more books that you could write as well. So um, we, li- we layer on. We layer on. Um, and in this built-up system, I think a couple of different things happen. One thing is that we, we, we feel that we don't have the flexibility and the freedom that we need to be creative in the way that we want to be creative. So if we have built up, okay, let's say we're juggling three projects um, and we have to be able to pursue uh, all of those projects, we sort of had to juggle them and we have to fit them in around each other. And that means that when we have all of these things going on, there is very little space for uh, spontaneity. There is little space for, oh, I had an idea and I want to run with that that idea. Um, but there isn't really any space for it because you still have to keep the other projects going. Uh, so it becomes something that doesn't feel creatively free because you can't follow your creative inspiration. You can't follow your creative urges because you are still accountable to the projects that you are already running, the old ideas that maybe doesn't feel as shiny anymore. Um, And you feel beholden to that. You feel like, uh, yeah, you need to keep that going. And uh, instead, maybe you want to do some new things, at least occasionally. Um, And maybe there isn't space for that if you have a creative system, creative endeavor that feels really built up. The other thing that I think happens is that we can get overwhelmed simply by the all the spinning plates, all the different things. And this is especially true if you are trying to pursue many different things. And it can get really overwhelming to try to do all the things. I, I personally very much have this tendency to... Uh, be interested in many different things I want to do all of them and uh, preferably at the same time and so throughout my creative journey I have done many different things and I have done quite a lot of them at the same time (laughs) so for example when I ran my youtube channel there was like learning videography and filming videos while also writing and working on my uh, creative coaching practice and bringing clients and doing marketing and doing Instagram and also writing my novel and yeah there has been throughout my creative journey a lot of different like systems uh, over time but also a lot of layers uh, quite a bit of complexity and it can get really overwhelming when you have sort of just been adding and adding and adding and um, yeah so overwhelm definitely a problem if you have the tendency to add but I also want to say one, one a different thing that that is a bit different from overwhelm and that is boredom so I think that we have this idea we have a vision in our minds as creatives we are really great at like imagining how something could be set up, how something could work. 
and uh, let's say that you have an Etsy shop for example you can imagine okay what would it be like to have the Etsy shop running you have this beautiful creative uh, system going uh, of maybe uh, maybe it's Pinterest maybe it's Instagram maybe it's Etsy shop maybe it's all the beautiful packaging that you're using uh, creating new things for the Etsy shop and uh, also learning new skills on Skillshare maybe Um, and you have this idea in your mind of what it's gonna look like once it's set up like you want it to be and it's sort of just running and I think that we we get that vision in our minds and we keep working towards that But sometimes when we actually arrive there, we have sort of done it and we, it's not as interesting to us anymore because we have achieved the vision. We have achieved the idea in our minds that, okay, it would be really cool to run a Etsy shop. And once we get there, we have done the vision. We have, we have arrived at the vision and this can be the problem with ongoing projects uh, that that forces us to do like upkeep creative work. Sometimes it can be wonderful as well to not always be in development mode, um, but to just be in the creative, yeah, the creative life that you've built. But I also think that that is quite common that we, once we arrive at the vision, once we have built the thing, it loses a little bit of its magic to us because it is a creative act to build it in itself. And once we've done that, we feel like we're done, (laughs) which we aren't when it's a recurring, ongoing project. So there can be a little bit of boredom as well. And boredom with, like, I think, I think about all, like, when we are creatives, especially when we are publishing ourselves online in some shape or form, with building personal brands, with building, like, designing websites and all of that, uh, we... We also, we have this vision and we get to the vision and we can get bored of that vision as well. And we can, when we've actually arrived there, we start having new visions and we sort of want to tweak and change towards that because it's the act of getting to the vision that is interesting to us. So when we have arrived at this space where we have built things up, we have created something, we have gotten to maybe some kind of vision or we have keep kept adding things to our creative lives. And we get this sort of urge to move away from that in some, some way. Maybe it's the, that very direct urge to burn it all down or maybe it's it's much softer and maybe it's more of a, mm, I don't know, I don't know. Um, it's not quite right. I need to change something. Um, but But I think that it is common that when we get into like maintenance mode or when we have built our systems too too high, uh, we get to that place of like, "Mm, I don't know, something needs to change here. And I think some of us, some of us love that feeling, uh, some of us fear that feeling and maybe uh, quite a lot of us do a little bit of both. So... I think that we are definitely affected by um, by the idea that we should build something up and then we should just maintain it. And um, I suppose that this comes from like how uh, we view things, projects, uh, businesses, things like that, that you 
you have an idea you have um, a vision a project you do it and then once you're done uh, you if it's not a project that ends uh, like I finished a book I published a book but if it's something like yeah something ongoing like a blog or a shop or something like that then we're just supposed to to keep going as we did Um, and I think that this is also our idea of projects uh, our idea of how how things have been developed throughout history that it's we have a a quite static idea of like okay I built it it is done Um, while maybe in reality we need that more flexible way of viewing it Um, but I think that we can we can really fear letting go of Uh, things when we have built our system quite high and we have we have had we have been in love with our projects we have pursued things that we have loved doing maybe we have seen some success in it and it has meant something to us and it has maybe helped us do things maybe helped us hone crafts things like that and letting go of those kind of things can be really really difficult um so let's take my youtube channel for example so i had so much fun doing the youtube channel and learning videography which isn't something that i like it's not something i really set out to learn from from the beginning of like my creative journey it's not something i considered doing uh but as i i had fun with uh, photography I um, yeah got interested in videography and doing the YouTube channel, learning videography, working with like a video format, talking about things, showing more of like my life um, and doing that. It was so much fun. I really, really loved doing the YouTube channel and uh, deciding to step away from the YouTube channel um that was a difficult decision because i had first of all invested so much time and energy um and so much of my creative life into building the youtube channel and i had learned so much uh yeah i had had poured so much of my creativity into it and when i started to realize that it wasn't sitting quite right in my creative life anymore. Uh, It was taking up too much time from other things. And as I have uh, cut down my hours for my own creative projects, it has definitely um, been the case that it's, yeah, it just simply takes up too much time to be able to to do with any regularity. Plus, I have pursued different subjects that I feel fits more in different content formats so so it has made sense but it's still been like something that has felt emotional to let go of Um, and I think that this is often the case when we creatives have pursued different projects and we sort of don't want to let go of them even though we have the urge to to change things even if we feel overwhelmed by the amount of things we're doing or um, yeah how complex maybe our creative lives can become when we add projects and add projects Um, even in that space it can feel really difficult to let go of projects that have brought us a lot of joy 
over the years uh, because they meant something to us and stepping away from them can feel maybe a bit like a, like a failure as well um, which it definitely doesn't have to be it can just be that you pursued a project and that was meaningful in a certain period of time and now it's time for for space for something else which leads me to why I think that this cycle is actually good. Why I think that we should burn things down every now and then as creatives. And that is because we need space for new things. We need space to pursue new projects. We need space to pursue new ideas, to grow as creatives, to explore new crafts, new ways of doing things, um, things that we aren't doing, haven't been doing, that ideas we couldn't have had. Uh, maybe a year ago or two years ago because we were doing something else that maybe was a stepping stone onto a next project and so onwards in our creative journeys. So I think that when we have built up things, when we have got into a space where we feel maybe we have enjoyed our like creative lives how we built them for a good amount of time and then at some point we start feeling like we're longing for something else that we maybe need more space that maybe we are putting our creative energy towards projects that aren't quite the right projects to to be putting that energy towards anymore i think that we should embrace that feeling we should be open to that feeling and we should explore what is telling us because the truth is that we creatives can't do all of the things. We, we, always, we will always have limited time. We will never be able to do all the projects that we can think of. We will never be able to pursue all the ideas that, that we have. And so we have to be a little bit um, mindful about our time and, and where we spend our creative energy and make sure that it's the right way we spend our energy, not just us one year ago, two years ago, but us now and us tomorrow. So when we do burn things down, this doesn't have to be anything dramatic, really. It can be just that if you're doing three projects, maybe you stop doing one or you put less energy into a project that you have been devoting yourself more to. Maybe you do it less often. Maybe you do it a little more half-assed. <laughs> Which I don't think is anything bad. Um, and Or maybe you, you pursue one project that you say, okay, I'm going to do this project during spring and then it will rest for a while and we'll see when I get back to it to make space for other things. Uh, we don't just add and add and add but we reevaluate our creative projects and reevaluate what we're doing in our creative lives so that we can also stop doing things that aren't our best focus creatively um, so that we have the room and the space to think new creative thoughts and pursue new ideas and projects and, and grow as creatives. So what does this have to do with summer? I mentioned in the beginning that this is something that feels timely for me to talk about because I associate this with summer. And it doesn't have to do with the wildfires, even if it's, if it's about burning things down. Um, this is something that I have realized over time that summer for me is a season that I associate very much with freedom. 
and I always want freedom in my creative life in summer and it is a season when I step back a little bit from like the regular uh, day-to-day kind of creative life with maybe taking breaks from different content mediums things like that Um, maybe doing less of certain things Um, and in that space I have a lot of reflections and I step back and look at my creative life more from the outside and uh, in this space I often have uh, I often make decisions about my creative life it is similar to winter uh, in that it is a reflective season when I I look at things a little bit more from a zoomed out lens but I have more energy in summer. In winter, it is more reflecting about it and then sort of making some decisions maybe. Summer can be more active in that maybe I actually start doing things that I haven't done before. So pretty much all of my redesigns of my websites, my little brand tweaks, my little updates of uh, how I present myself online, and uh, like what I focus on in my work and how I describe that pretty much all of them at least the last couple of years have been done in summer and most summers I would say have done some kind of tweak sometimes it's been bigger sometimes it's been smaller and this often also is built like on the back of what I've been doing the last um, season or seasons Uh, often Maybe I start things or start thinking about things in winter and spring. And then once summer arrives, I'm ready to to actually shed some things, actually, uh, actually grounding myself in, okay, so this is my focus right now in my creative life and going forward. So this often happens for me in summer. This kind of burning things down, letting things go or pursuing new things is often uh, something that happens in summer and you can we I can see that looking back as well I started my YouTube channel in summer I stopped doing uh, at least regularly YouTube videos in summer I started doing this podcast last summer um, this is a recurring theme and often I don't really know beforehand what's what it is that is gonna shift or change but once I'm in it I sort of know that, okay, this is the right path forward. And it very much has to do with my own evolving creative life and creative journey and what I feel drawn to and what I feel like has fulfilled its purpose in my journey and what is, yeah, what I'm ready to let go of. So, yeah, I don't know. I know that we experience summer differently. That is it's probably the season that creatives experience most differently depending on where in the world you live and, and how your summer sh- summers look. But maybe maybe you have a little bit of that as well. Um, ponder what kind of things you um, are drawn to in summer and if the freedom, if the stepping back is something that you experience as well. So what do I want to say with this episode really? <laughs> well... Um, this is not this is not some kind of lead in to me announcing that I'm gonna burn everything down. That's not what's going on. Um, I <laughs> I feel really happy with with how things are in my creative life right now. I have been making shifts um, during spring. Uh, 
and I think that this summer I will probably reflect a lot around how like things have fallen out um, not fallen out how the pieces have fallen and um, go deeper into okay so what is my creative life now one thing that has been um, that has been clear to me ever since yeah probably around the time when I made the decision to to start Substack is that I'm moving more towards um, I'm moving further into my role as a writer focusing more on my writing in this season of my creative life and that will probably continue and I will probably ponder what that means and maybe do a little website redesign (laughs) that could happen um, to reflect that I'm focusing more more on my writing in this season uh, while I'm also still running companions and creativity for example and doing some one-to-one coaching with creatives as well um, but my writing is is taking up more space in my creative life than it did a year ago for example and that is how my creative life has been evolving and um, yeah so so this is what I mean of we we are at a sudden part in our creative journeys at all times and we build something from our understanding of our creative lives we build uh, build up our creative lives from where we are in our journey and then uh, we experience being there we learn things from being in that part of the journey and we keep moving forwards and keep having new ideas keep um, finishing projects or um, getting to to things and and also life is changing and we find ourselves in a new part of the journey and then maybe what we have built doesn't really reflect the current part of the journey and things might need to have to shift in some shape or form that might mean that we let go of certain things we have been doing in the past that might mean picking up new projects it might mean just a mental shift of how you view your projects and how you view creativity. It might be a shift in how you uh, present yourself online, if you publish yourself online, or maybe it has to do with your habits. Um, Okay, many different things. But I don't think we should resist when we get the urge to change things uh, to suit where we are in our journey now, just because we will build something that suited us maybe a year ago doesn't mean that it has to look like that now and projects kind of brought you a lot of meaningful things um, and we can be really grateful and thankful for creative endeavors that we have done and that doesn't mean that we have to keep doing them or keep doing them right now maybe we will return to them eventually if it's a craft for example maybe you have been loving painting but maybe this isn't the season for painting for example that has been the case with me in my novel for example for the last couple of years it has been pretty much on hold even if I've done some work on it Um, and now I feel myself returning to that again so in when we do burn things down whether we do it in a small scale or a large scale we make space for new new things in the ashes there is a lot of fertile soil just like in nature um, from the ashes of 
whatever we let go of, whatever we step away from, we have the space for new ideas. We have the space for new creative directions. And um, we have the space to think in, in different ways and, and um, actually grow. When we have built ourselves sort of into a corner <laughs> a little bit in our creative lives, it can be difficult to grow from there because we have to sort of be the creative that we were when we built it. Um, and maybe we are growing in a way that doesn't suit whatever it is that we have built. So keep that in mind if you feel like things maybe are a little bit off or you feel a little bit like you don't have the creative freedom that you want to have and you can't pursue the things that you want to pursue. That maybe you just... You're just stuck in a creative life that suited you six months ago or a year ago and you need to redesign it for who you are now and what you want to pursue going forward. And on a final little note, one thing that I have tried to do in this season of my creative life is to build in space for me to do different things and pursue different ideas. So the way I do this is that I have this podcast that is quite broad, even if it's sort of, I can explore quite a different range of uh, topics around creativity if I would want to. Um, It feels like a flexible format for me to use. Um, It's not so narrow that I have to stick to just one type of thing on the podcast. I I can be quite broad. And the same thing goes for Substack, maybe even more, um, because I can use my writing in yeah, many different ways. I can be more practical, I can be more personal, I can be more storytelling, um, I can include audio, I can include video if I want to, I can use my photography. It's for me, writing and that kind of writing is a very flexible format and I'm using it very much in like if I'm pursuing uh, if I were to start up a project uh, then I would write about that project on Substack uh, so it very much also makes space for me to do things and and share uh, the different ways I'm, I'm pursuing my creativity in this season um, and so it can sort of mold and, and change with me rather than keep me trapped in one specific way of creating. And that's something that I I often encourage other creatives as well to to think about that not just create a niche or or a way of creating that suits you exactly in this moment in time, but that can also change and develop with you uh, so that you don't keep yourself from growing as a creative. Okay. So that was the topic for today, the cycle of building things up and burning them down again. I <laughs> I don't know about you, but to me it's a little bit thrilling to stop doing things as well as starting doing things because it means that we have space for for new creative things and yeah. Again, this is not me announcing that I'm burning everything down. I'm really happy with how things are. But I think that the cycle is interesting. And I think that is something that we creatives should be open to. Okay. That was all for today. 
I hope we're having a really lovely day. That maybe you you too are experiencing some summer feelings. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to help more creatives find it, make sure you leave a rating and a review or send it over to a friend. If you want to dive deeper into my work of coaching, guiding and supporting creatives, head over to my website, elinlove.com. That is E-L-I-N-L-O-O-W.com. And until next time, remember, there is space for you and your creativity. the curtains through some herbal tea